Hey everybody, Alex Shaw with your Scott Risk Performance Podcast, sitting here with Jimbo Redman. How you doing? I'm doing well, how about you? Doing great, another uh, cloudy summer day. Yeah, it's Monday morning. It's kind of kind of nice though. We we've had a lot of a lot of heat the past few weeks, and it's nice to to stumble into a Monday where it's a little cooler, it's a little overcast, and there's there's a little bit of peace that that comes with that. It kind of slows you down and lets you feel a little bit more cerebral in your work. Yeah. Plus, as a parent of three school aged children, we were singing "Schools Back in <laughs> Session." <laughs> You remember that song? I, I remember uh, very well the school's back for the for the <laughs> summer. It's great, you know. There's so many of these little sensory uh, indicate indications you get that school's back. A, there's the visual. You know, you're driving, you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot, I'm stuck behind this, you know, school bus. Right. Then there's the then there's the potentially the police lights in your rearview mirror <laughs> because you've been going through a school zone at regular speed for for a few months now, and all of a sudden the speed it's dropped by 20 miles per hour. Yeah. There's the smell. Of the, of the diesel, you know, the of of the buses going down the road, and it's funny when I when I smell that, I flash back to a very specific memory of pulling up to Paul Monroe Elementary School in Lynchburg, and uh, and just getting off the bus, and uh, you know, Ashley was just sharing with us a picture of her son this morning who was sobbing, you know, on the bus, and and that was totally me in, in kindergarten. First day of school as a kindergartner. Yeah, it was it was as Eric Cronus would say, tough sledding. <laughs> so we didn't come here today to talk about the first day of school, although that that could be another podcast. Yeah, sure, sure it could be. We 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 could definitely do that. There there are hopefully some corollaries between school and what we'll have going on here. A little bit of encouragement, a little bit of education, and uh, a little bit of community building. A L- little motivation, a little advancement. Yeah. Uh, hopefully hopefully it's sort of school, but uh, it doesn't feel like you're being uh, forced to sit in a chair. Yeah, well, and there's no test handed out at the end. <laughs> well, I guess individual companies could, could work with this in the way they want, but Hopefully, there's no no test handed out or quiz at the end. Right. You know, what so, do they talk about in the first <laughs> half of the the third minute? Right. And, and you know, if, if there was any test, it would really be, I think, um, walk away with just a concept with each sort of episode, um, each class, if you will. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, and maybe a good place to to start with the concept is just the podcast format itself so we uh how long has it been a year and a half that we've been yeah about a year and a half yeah so we've been internally at scott we've had a podcast for about a year and a half and i think the 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 energy for creating it was was really a recognition that there was a lot of intellectual capital across all of our offices um, and there's a lot of folks interacting and engaging with unique clients in, in different ways that, you know, not everybody has every play in their playbook. And so the ability to, to listen in once a week, once every two weeks, and, and hear what somebody in Raleigh's doing, if you're in Richmond, or hear what somebody in, in Nashville or Knoxville or Charlotte, Greensboro, Lynchburg, a, a, any of them, um, you know, Greenville, South Carolina, if, if there's the ability to cross-pollinate some of the intellectual capital, why not? And it, it Really, the heart of it is to to be a place that builds community and and encourages folks. And if you learn a little something along the way, then that's you know that's great too. Yeah, and I think the beauty of it is that you just consistently hear cool, 
interesting stories that 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 bring to light, um, you know, different different things that you you wouldn't have imagined before you started pushing the record button. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, you know, we're in a we're in a pretty wild position and pretty fortunate position to be able to have a an oftentimes front row seat into the, into these organizations we work with, and so the ability to leverage you know, their experiences and their knowledge and different things they've tried and succeeded with and failed at and, and share that with other clients and, and internally share that amongst ourselves. I think that's one of the most powerful motivators and just pieces of encouragement that personally for me that I've found. Yeah, so ho- hopefully this is, th- this is sort of a branch out from what we've done internally to say, hey, a lot of the, the wisdom that uh, we have seen within these podcasts could really be beneficial to our clients. And so this is sort of the step onto those grounds and and see what we get. And, and, and hopefully people will, will listen and, and, and give us feedback. Yeah, I think one of the one of the exciting totally agreed. And one of the exciting parts that you know, I don't think there are very few clients we work with who I would say are broken. I'd say most folks are at a point where they're just needing to turn the screw a little bit. And right. they've got a tremendous program or have had a tremendous program whether it's a safety program or or um, operational structure. And over time that stuff gets stale. I mean, how many times have you been sitting with a client and they say, man, we used to meet, you know, once a week as right. an ops team. And then we just got busy, and, man, that was years ago. And yeah. I really feel like we could benefit, but I just feel like we haven't taken pause to think about doing that again. Yeah, so I think stickiness and sort of routine in in managing risk is, is a tough, tough thing. And um, I think that um, if this can kind of be an energy or – uh, motivator or stimulator um, to to help companies maybe um, th- sort of achieve some of the objectives that that we have in trying to serve them, which is getting them to think differently about risk, um, so they can act differently <laughs> towards that risk. Then it will be um, a, a really get great tool for both of us. Yeah. When you used to run, was it Iron Ironman or triathlon? W- no. Which one did you do? <laughs> well, one and the same, but yes. Well, and isn't an Ironman a little? It's longer. Yeah, it's or? just a, it's a triathlon of a longer distance. Yeah. So when you were training for those, you know, uh, was there one route that you ran or that you would cycle, like throughout the training process? Did you just stick to one pattern um, as you trained? Uh, no, I tried to. You know, I had I had my sort of go to um, rides or runs, if you will. Yeah. Um, but but I did try to mix it up. Yeah. But the other thing is is that um, when you sort of get in into that, you you realize that um, you've got to be prepared to um, do it wherever you are, no and, matter what the, the the weather's like. Yeah. No matter what the weather's like, no matter where you know, um, I, I got. Um, a little grief from my family because we went to uh, uh, my cousin's wedding um, at at actually it was at Baldhead Island. I don't know if you're familiar with Baldhead Island, but 
you got to take a ferry to uh, to get there. And uh, here I am hauling my my <laughs> bike onto the ferry <laughs> because I had to go for an eighty mile ride on the island. Yeah, for this, you know. So well, I guess my point is just changing it up is so important. You know, just just mentally. You yeah, I've found training for a race I've got coming up that you get bored very quickly with running the same route over and over and over. And just to keep things fresh and, and to keep you energized, yeah. it's it's remarkable how much just driving to a different location, trying something yeah. new, um, energizes you and, and motivates you to keep keep pushing. Well, running in a new city is always fun. I love looking at my map, my run, and, and looking at all the places I've, I've run over the years. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there were uh, two two guys from Lynchburg. Uh, you may have seen an article in the paper. They recently retired. They used to be runners, but they can't run anymore, so they're walking. And uh, they they are walking every street in Lynchburg. <laughs> in what in what amount of time? Uh, well, they don't. I mean, they've they're just, done. Just, they've done about eighty percent of it, I think, already. Yeah. But they have no. You know, they're retired now, and they don't really have have any schedule, or they're not in any hurry to do it. It's just something to do yeah well we'll we'll wrap up here in a minute but i think there's there's an attitude associated with what you just said that i think is so important and that is what's the rush you know there's no rush to implement or affect a new change or a new initiative but more importantly just making sure that it's efficient that it's thorough that well it's well thought out um because the you know the target is constantly moving as as regards risk management you know risk performance and so the goal is just to constantly, you know, be taking shots and, and trying to figure out uh, how, how to maximize your outcomes. And, and hopefully to explore some new avenues yeah, of, of, of things maybe you haven't tried or, or you want to try. Or in a lot of cases, you know, we have, we have some clients that are just sort of early adopters. And if, you know, if we said, hey, go, go walk down, um, you know, Pierce Street, they would do it in a second. Right. Um, while others would, you know, scratch their heads and, and um, you know, come up with every reason in the world sort of not to do that. So if this can be used as, a, as just a tool to maybe op- open up your mind to some new things, some new avenues, then I think it will be really successful from us. But it, in the end, it's it's really going to depend on the listeners and and – the clients out there to give us feedback to be able to say, hey, we really like this, or could you talk about X or Y or Z? Um, totally. Well, I was going to say, and, and as we wrap it up, if, if you are a client or a prospective client out there and you've got interest in hearing about a certain topic, um, feel free to reach out to me. My email address is ashaw at scottins.com, A-S-H-A-W at S-C-O-T-T. INS.com. Jimbo, you got any comments to to wrap it up, to run out the uh, the the clock? I mean, I guess I would just say I'm excited about this and I am interested to see the response and I would encourage one of the things I would encourage and, and recommend is is that um, you give us give us a try and and give us a listen. Um, because I think like me who probably didn't listen to podcasts three years ago and now I'm a, a complete podcast junkie is you just can't imagine how good and enriching these things can be, um, until you give it a try. So agreed. 
I'm excited too, and and can't wait to hear back from from folks with ideas and and volunteers to to come visit you and record with you. So, awesome! En- enjoy the rest of your weeks, everybody. We will catch up with you soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.